there, my name is Helen Sands and I am a senior this year at Bear River High School and this is my senior project. I am creating a podcast where I talk to teachers about their experiences during COVID and things that we as students and the general public may not consider. During my first episode, I will be speaking to my AP literature teacher, Miss Barmeyer. So to begin, if you could just start by telling me like a little bit about yourself and like what you teach and those kind of things. Okay, so my name is Ms. Barmeyer and I've been teaching at Bear River. This is my fifth year. Okay, so, and uh, before that I taught down in Sacramento, Sacramento at a few inner city schools. Um, and I teach pretty much all the grade levels, at least I have in the past six years. Um, so currently I'm teaching ninth grade English one, um, 11th grade English three, and AP English literature for seniors. And the previous year, you know, I've taught juniors and AP Lit, and then previous year taught 10th grade at AP Lit. So it kind of changes every few years. Um, so um, like the difference between like what you've been teaching, what have you noticed is the biggest difference besides the most obvious ones of teaching this year versus past years with the implication of COVID and using over Zoom? Hmm, the biggest? Okay, well, <laughs> there's a lot. <laughs> so I guess just with this year and then at the end of last year, just like everything has changed and just like most of my assignments, I've had to alter them, change them or completely redo them to suit uh, like the online learning. So like before, I don't know, just in person, it's so much simpler and more straightforward to teach a lot of things, but trying to teach how to write like for ninth graders, you know, through Zoom is pretty difficult. So um, luckily, you know, I've created some graphic organizers that help with like laying out paragraphs, which I mean, those, but um, so I use those a lot, but I've modified them. I had to change them to make them even simpler and more straightforward so that students could be able to like do it more independently. Um, obviously I've, I've had to, I record some things as well. So I've like had to record little lessons of me doing like a close read or me explaining like a paragraph. So that too is, you know, additional time. So I guess it's just like all this extra time that I've had to, to use towards creating, um, lessons and assignments and then trying to modify them so that it suits like the online atmosphere. And then not only that, the other biggest thing would be just like student engagement. It's really hard. A lot of students are just not, I can tell they're not feeling it. Like they just, even if like what I think is very interesting, they may not, or I don't know. They just, I can tell they're not enjoying like the way that school is going as far as like distance learning and computer, like using Zoom in particular, um, wearing masks if they are at school, even though they do like being around their friends. Um, so I feel like it's that just motivation, like getting students interested in that, you know, like we still need to teach like content and all of that. Like that's important, you know, like close reading skills and critical thinking and all that. But at the same time, it's like they need more than that. And it's really hard this year to connect with students because 
we didn't we didn't know them you know whereas like last year it was at the end of the school year so we already knew everybody really well and so it was you know it was like our connection was already there whereas this year you know we've only seen students in person what like it would be about two weeks of school really you know like i think it's only been about 10 days in person that we've seen each student if they choose to do hybrid um, cohorts and so like two weeks like we've really only seen each student two weeks this whole year maybe close to three like that's crazy right so then how do you like build connections and relationships through a computer and it's like really difficult when most students don't want to turn their cameras on and or they have really bad wi-fi so that's what i've noticed too is that while every student at our school has a computer they don't all have reliable wi-fi which is different if you live in Folsom, guess what everyone has good wi-fi so a lot of stuff that i've tried to do that my niece told me that she's doing at Folsom high it doesn't work up here because people don't have good wi-fi you know so that also has been a really big impact is just the lack of like connectivity uh, personal relationships and then also like Wi-Fi connectivity, like impeding students being able to hear what we're saying or even being able to talk to me. Um, I mean, there's so many other things too. <laughs> Is there something that um, has really stood out to you this year, like whether it be for students or other teachers um, or just other things that you've heard? Is there something that's really stood out to you about the way that school is being conducted or like students or anything like that? I think that stood out to me. Well, I mean, I guess one thing that stood out to me and maybe it's, you know, kind of sad is just that a lot of students are struggling and have mm -hmm. just uh, when we've been doing a lot of little SST meetings or 504 meetings um, with the teachers and like a student and their parents or guardians. Um, just I find out a lot of background information just about like, yeah, mental health issues and depression and anxiety. And it seems like that's more of a thing now than before. Um, before the pandemic and so i mean that has stood out to me that just like a lot of kids are having a hard time you know and that yeah we're expecting them to do all this stuff but at the same time they're emotionally and mentally not uh there or not like sharp or just not you know they're like conflicted in how they feel um but one other thing that I would say that's positive is that I have really like connected with some other teachers more so. Um, like I re I've uh, collaborated. There's another teacher who's new to this school this year, but taught here before, Miss Struva, and um, she and I are actually teaching the same ninth grade and eleventh grade. We split the grades together. And the last few years, I was all alone. So this year, you know, pairing up with her has been amazing, like really helpful. And it's made me realize that like collaboration is really helpful for like your mental state and just to like, it's good to like, she's been a teacher for a really long time. So she has a lot of great ideas that I'm like, oh, I never thought of that. Um, and so having that like, I won't say she's a mentor, but kind of, mm -hmm. um, has also really stood out that it seems like it's essential to have like a person that you can rely on that helps you um, with curriculum or just, you know, venting or just chit-chatting about things. And then obviously Mrs. Weir, um, even though we don't teach the same subject, it's been nice to like be able to talk about everything together. And that's, you know, what students need to, I think, is um, talking with their classmates, which is hard to do in Zoom. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, so going back to like, 
having um, like freshmen like in your classes and teaching them how to write. Is there anything that like, um, like just um, things about like having freshmen and like having their first year of high school be over Zoom? Um, is there any like difficulty with that or how is that working? How does that? Um, uh, it's definitely been difficult because right everything is new to them so things that I kind of forget about teach since I'm used to teaching students you know, I've taught the same class for three years basically so they already kind of know the layout and everything but freshmen they really are kind of clueless right like they don't remember like they don't know how to register for classes like little things that I'm kind of reminded I need to spend class time to talk about that it can't always just be curriculum um, I even, you know, towards the beginning of the school year, I had to show them actually how to even like submit an assignment in Schoology, um, like, or even how to use Google Docs. So little things like that, that I'm like, of course you know how to use a Google Doc, um, and they didn't, you know? So even just like learning how to use the blue share button. So I've definitely had to remind myself that they're completely new and that I need to also just remind them about little things too. Um, even like, like if there's events going on on campus too. Like we had, you know, a few like club rush and um, some other little things like that. So that I had to like explain what that was to them because they really had no idea. And unfortunately they're new. So they don't check their school emails ever. Like they never check their school email. And so I constantly have to remind them, did you see the email from your counselors? What email? I'm like, oh my God. So just even reminding them, like I did spend class time today to tell them to register for their classes because most of them hadn't done it and the deadline's tomorrow. So even though like I'm the English teacher, we should be doing other stuff. I just realized they don't because they're mostly at home and they're only at school for a few hours each week. You know, they're missing the little details that I need to like make sure I point out. Um, so it's like a lot of information that I've been trying to like convey to them, but then also trying to make them feel like welcome and like appreciated and glad that they're here. So that too, I've been trying to like connect with them as well, which, you know, some of them are very shy because they're new. Um, so I try to do quick writes like at the beginning of class um, that hopefully gets some of them talking, which some of them do. Some are still really shy, especially in Zoom. Um, so in person, they are better. They do like to talk up, talk or volunteer more than in Zoom. Um, did that answer your question? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the difference between students who are full distance learning and hybrid, what is the biggest thing you've noticed, like the, the difference between the two sets of students? Okay, so it kind of, it depends on the student. So there are some full distance learners, you know, have been the whole full distance the entire school year and they're excellent. Like they do all their work, they ask questions, they participate in the Zoom uh, chat box. Um, they're like engaged, they have their cameras on, they turn their work in, they do good work. So those students are different, right? That's not like, of course, the typical Zoom student. Um, but the big difference I would say is, I think when Zo like students that are at home on Zoom, it's easy for them to just like, oh, well, no one's watching me. I'll just go, like, I'll just play video games while she's talking. Or I'm just gonna go to the other room and make some breakfast and it's okay, I'm not missing anything. You know, so I feel like distractions at home are so high uh, versus in person. It's I notice they do their work like in the classroom. I can walk around and see them and there's not that many students in class. So it's I don't want to say they're singled out, but I feel like they notice everyone else working. And so then they work, too. So what I notice is when students come in person, 
they're more engaged, they're more interactive, and they actually do the assignments. But then as soon as they go do their Zoom session, like half, if not more, don't do the assignment. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then I did talk to a lot of students and they said it is the distractions, right? That like, some of them told me they babysit, they have to babysit their younger siblings, um, or like they have a household of five people using online, like mm -hmm. Zoom at the same time. Like I had one student who just said she couldn't open something because she had five people on Zoom, like, you know, like or they're different online, whatever platforms. And that like, it was hard for her to open things up. So I think that's the other difference too, is that in school, their computers work and I could hear them and I don't have weird glitches or there's no glitches and they can see my document, you know, the overhead projector, the document camera, and they don't have to split screens like you do when you're at home. So I think at home you have to manage so many tabs and then you also have to have a more, your mindset needs to be more like focused and wanting to learn. And if you're kind of just eh about everything, then you just go play video games or watch Netflix when you're at home. And I think it's just, there's no one, you know, there's no teacher in their bedroom, right? So they can like really do whatever they want. And there's no one apart from us just saying, hello, are you there in Zoom? There's no one really checking on them. So um, I think that's like the biggest difference. Like it's, they can get away with things and no one knows mm -hmm. like what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and then specifically for seniors, is there something that you've noticed like looking at college applications or like writing letters of recommendation have you noticed like a big change in like what students want to pursue or like things like that have you noticed like a like a change in what students are doing college-wise mm, so i would say i have noticed a few changes now i don't know particularly about like their career choices or their mm -hmm. like major choices um but I have noticed that it seems like not many students are applying for either private or like out of state. Mm -hmm. I feel like more students are, at least seniors are applying um, like in state closer nearby, like in California or like just regionally, like even closer. Um, the other thing too is I barely had anyone ask me for college uh, letters of rec this year, which was very odd. Um, I normally have, like, usually I have to cap it. Like normally in the previous years, I'm like the first seven people that ask, I will do it. And then sorry. And so usually it's like a fight to get my letter of recommendation this year. It was you and like one other, I had two people total, oh, wow. which I feel like, Oh, that's kind of a sign of either one people aren't really applying to mm -hmm. those harder colleges or colleges that require letters of rec. Mm -hmm. Cause that's what I know. A lot of, um, UCs like don't, don't mm -hmm. require letters of rec and a few, some other um, institutions that are like in state don't require it anymore. Mm -hmm. So then I'm thinking, oh, like no one's applying to the private universities or the ones, you know, on, that use the common app because mm -hmm. those ones all do require. So then that made me think they're staying local. And I think I heard a lot are doing Sierra College and then transferring after the two years, like that was their plan. So that's what I've noticed was the big change is that um, one, that people are staying closer to home and then to that, um, again, I don't have that connection as well with students because this was a, a new class of students I've been teaching except for a few um, that I've taught before. And so they aren't comfortable. They don't feel like I know them to light up, write a letter of rec for them. So I think that was the other thing. Cause normally, like I said, I have like people fighting over like um, getting a letter of rec. So, I mean, that kind of makes me sad of course, but like, well, I get it. Like you only know me through Zoom mostly. Like, okay. 
or I taught you when you were a freshman. Um, you're one of the lucky ones I taught like just recently. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I guess those would be the main like, differences that I noticed. And one last thing, what is the thing that you've missed the most that you've missed out on this year with students? I would definitely say just like bonding with students, um, apart from just doing school work, um, like also going to like their events. So like usually I go to like different drama productions or dance shows or, you know, if we have any like events in the theater or just sporting events too, I usually go to some of those of like all the different events just so I can talk with students and see them. Um, so definitely like participating in like school activities where I see students outside of the classroom. And then, like I said, just having conversations with students, like I miss, like that really makes my day. Like that's what makes um, teaching fun is that like the things that students will say that are different every year or different every class, um, just that students are reluctant, more reluctant this year to share their opinions or to like participate or talk to me really like some of my classes, you know, are very, very quiet still. And it just feels more lonely too, you know? And so I really do miss having conversations with students. Yes. About classwork and yes, about the books or reading. I do miss that a lot too, but definitely just having conversations about themselves too. Um, Cause that really is what makes teaching like come to life and yeah. like really enjoyable when you're just teaching, like think, you know, like books, it's not quite as fun unless you're interacting with people too. Yeah. Well, thank you very, very much. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for listening to my first episode where I interview my AP literature teacher, Miss Barmeyer. In coming episodes, I will interview more teachers from different departments at Bear River High School. Mm -hmm.